What's up, guys? It's your girl, Adiola, also known as the Stress Queen, because your girl got tests on tests on tests. It's midterm season. It's, it's officially that time. Oh, it definitely is. It's your boy, Kyrie, and he is also stressed out with this schoolwork. But we're ready to get back into it. Yes. So, Kyrie, this weekend, this week, this past week, we had the amazing opportunity to moderate the Sports and Entertainment Summit. I mean, we talked to some amazing Black creators who are really changing the game. Tori Smith, Courtney Revolution, Carlton, Jordan, Jane Hancock, like all these amazing people. How was it for you? It was great for me. I know, um, you know, I got to interview Tori Smith and Carlton Jordan. I know especially for, um, you know, Tori, he was definitely a player that I watched um, you know, especially on the Ravens growing up, and that was really cool, you know, to be able to finally talk to him. And then Carlton was making me, you know, feel like I had to dive into my, you know, artistic side a little bit. So I definitely enjoyed it. And it was really um, something really cool to do. No, for real. Like, Jane was an amazing person I got to talk to. And, you know, she got music out. I started listening to her. I said, hold on. I'm talking to someone who makes box because I was really jamming to her stuff and she has music coming out. So I'm definitely like, make sure y'all stay on the lookout for that in those interviews because it's definitely going to be something that you guys want to tune into. But also, you know, we did a little cross colors photo shoot this weekend. Kyrie said, let me put on my modeling face. Let me serve face. This face card never declines. No, it was really cool. I definitely haven't had a photo shoot like that before ever. And I'm definitely looking forward to, you know, more of it. And I really like, you know, how they turned out. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited for people to see them too. Cause I'm like, hold on, did I did I serve? Did I do what I needed to do? Maybe. You about me? The fits. The cross color fits. Come on, cross color know what they doing. They know what they doing. So I know I know you kind of tell you know this week this week I'm a little stuffed up and kind of kind of stuck in the room. But you know this Netflix this Netflix been blessing me. Adiola, what what have you been watching? Um, you know, it's funny because I literally just talked to Courtney Revolution from season two of The Circle um, during the Sports Entertainment Summit. So now I'm trying to start season three because I low key think like I would be good on The Circle. Like I think I could be on that show. So I'm trying to take notes because I already talked to myself in my room. So I'm like, why not put it for the public to see? Yeah, I know. You definitely, you definitely be the star of a show. I know that. <laughs> Stop. Too kind. It's true. It's true. <laughs> How about you? You know, school school's kind of kept me busy, but um, you know, I'm trying to I'm trying to get back to the Netflix game. I'm honestly um, more of like a live TV guy, but on Netflix, I watch a lot of movies. So I've been um, honestly going to tell you the last one I watched, but I'm looking I'm looking to get back into it. I'll tell you that. Okay, he's talking about live TV. Like you still got cable? Is that what we're doing? Uh, I'm I'm sports. You know me. Okay, so like live Hulu stuff like that. Yeah, stuff like that. Okay. Okay. Well, let's get right into the show. The amount of swag is just limitless. Like, the things that these young people can do. What's up, everybody? We're coming at you live from the yard. That's right, with the realest, illest, and trillest conversations on all things HBCU culture. So let's get into this campus and world news. Campuses are currently facing so many more problems than COVID. Like, 
COVID is just a side piece at this part. Like there's so much going on on campuses, like break-ins and people not knowing where the bathroom is located and just doing whatever they need to do right on the spot. Like, have you been seeing all of this going on? Oh yeah, for sure. Like I know Howard just had a crazy cyber attack. Um, there's were problems with dorms and flooding and mold, teachers not having their stuff together. I mean, this this is crazy. And it's crazy because it's like normally if it weren't for social media, especially TikTok, we would know nothing of this sort. So I really feel like this is just put it in mind you. It's not just like HBCUs, like it's all schools. Like I've heard I've heard so much like going across the board. Like I just think 2021 school year, like this semester is just bonkers like what's going on we really don't know but i think with tiktok now being a big thing like now we're actually getting to see that there are issues that need to be fixed um and i feel like it's a good thing loki like let's address the problem and start to fix them instead of just ignore them and act like they're not happening oh yeah for sure and i definitely feel like it's, it's there's a sad part to it because you know we's we's all ready to come back right you know, after everything last year so you know let's let's come on y'all let's get it together Exactly. We came back to a mess. But the thing that I was expecting and I was really hoping for was homecoming. And of course, they will cancel that, too. So what am I actually here at school for? Because it's not the education. It's like, I'm just kidding. <laughs> it is for the education. But <laughs> homecoming is also an added. It, it makes you feel good about the place you're getting your education at. Like a Howard homecoming, like you're happy to go to Howard for the education and the homecoming. But that and was just canceled. So what am I here for? You know what? I I definitely there's there's definitely some days where I question that too. Not not gonna lie to you. But you know, we're trying to power through it. We powering through it. Yeah, like Morehouse canceled their um homecoming. And I'm sick because I'm like, I was trying to go on an HBCU homecoming tour, to be honest. Like that was the goal. I was supposed to be jumping from here to um all the other DMV homecoming schools at the HBCUs like Morgan, um, Bowie, all those schools, and then go to NCAT and then go to Atlanta. But everyone just canceled it. So now I'm just sitting in my room again for another but, year. I mean, you know, you know, people still going to do stuff. You know, people still going to do stuff. It's officially yet unofficially canceled. Right. That's true. That's true. They're always going to find a way. And you know who's also trying to find a way again? Pence. He's trying to find his way back into the office. He needs to sit down. He needs to sit down. Nobody. No, we don't want that. He really, he really does not. You know, you know what I was thinking about it? I'm like. They keep popping up like roaches, like mm. at the woodwork. It's like, Ow. okay, you you had your time. It was fun while it lasted. Let's move on. I will never forget during the um, vice president debate when he had that little bug thing on his head. It was they were like, yeah, the bug, you know, is attracted to trash, which is why it sat on his head. And I really feel like, to be honest, like Pence just needs to sit down and relax. Like he doesn't need to be stressing himself over because the way that it looks like he was rotting already, like, no, we need you to just focus on you, self-care for yourself. You don't need to be concerned about running a country because you actually don't need that. It's, it's not, it's not good for for everything. Like focus on yourself. He definitely does not. And some people are saying that some of his ideas were worse and more hateful than Trump. So I was like, mm, he might be kind of quiet, but I don't, I don't know if I want to know what's going on in there. Yeah, I mean, honestly, both of them were a problem. Trump was just very easily persuaded by people. I think the issue with Pence is that he know he's probably like the person that was in Trump's ear, but the thing is like Trump didn't listen to anybody. Like no. I feel like 
Pence is already like, he knows what he wants to do. He's not going to shift or budge for anybody. Um, so that's my issue because there is no persuading him to not do what he is planning to do. And it's all hateful things. So. Right. And he probably knows the system better. Like he's probably been through it knows all, you know, the loopholes and stuff. So, I mean, not saying he would, but that would be a scary sight. Let's make sure it does not happen. Again, let's, let's make sure that does not happen. Um, next on our campus and world news is the Larry Nasser case. So if you guys don't know about that, um, I'm pretty sure he was like, um, one of the doctors or like one yeah. of the physicians that used to help out, um, with the women's, um, USA gymnastics team. And he had so many people testify against him for him just touching inappropriately and doing so many other things. And, you know, I remember when that was like, it was really big, like in the news. And I remember hearing about it and it's just crazy because these things usually get put under the rug. Like nobody, they try to ignore it. They don't like to listen to women when they talk about the fact that they were sexually assaulted or touched in ways that were inappropriate. Um, but we hear more and more of these cases happening like every single day now. Um, so I'm just happy. I know I was listening to someone Biles like testify and it was just like, you could hear the pain in her voice. And like, to even imagine that she was keeping that pain hidden for so long until she finally and everybody else was able to like speak up against it. It's just so sad. And so I'm happy that they're finally getting the opportunity to testify. And I hope he gets what he deserves. Yeah, for sure. You know, always how they, you know, mishandle all these investigations and never, you know, kind of have asked them and stuff. Like, it's really, it's really sad. And what I was thinking about was like, if, you know, this is how they handle those cases at like, like the Olympic level, you know, just imagine like mm. everyone just on every level, you know, just below that all the way down, you know, like youth sports, you know, it's, yeah. like, you know, it's definitely... No, definitely sad thing. Yeah, these cases do not have no age. They do not care. And it's just unfortunate. Like you said, like, we don't even know what they're, what's going on in high school and colleges. Like, I bet you cases are happening, but they're just ignoring them. Um, and especially them people being young, like, you know, we're not listening to you, but you should listen. Right. When someone says something like this, like, do not take that lightly. Um, and I'm always here. When the woman speaks, I listen. So that's just how I am on this side. If you don't like it, that's your problem. That's great. But next, vaccines being seen as pointless because of the rise of COVID cases. So, you know, we we getting booster shots now. I know Biden just publicly showed him getting his booster shot. Do you feel like you're going to get the booster shot or is it like a two and done? I mean, if, if they tell me to, I, I get it. I know if my arm's sore, you know, it'll, it might be sore for a day or two, but it's worth it. But I've been seeing some people say some crazy stuff like, like, oh, how you still get COVID if you have the vaccine? Like, come on now. Like, this this basic education, like, they've been trying to tell you the vaccine does not mean you don't get COVID. It just exactly. means you won't die from COVID or are very likely not to. That's all. Right. It's the same way. Why do people wear seatbelts and still get into car accidents? Message. Why do people take plan B but still get pregnant? Message. You, not everything's 100% effective. <laughs> Y'all got to read the box, read the manual before you start exactly. talking about it. So I personally, shoot me up. I'm ready for normalcy as close as possible. I Give me that booster shot. I am ready. Um, it didn't take me out yet. So I'm good on this side. So I'm definitely, I'm definitely rooting for the booster shot. I understand people are still weary and, you know, about the Black community and how we have been. But it's at this point, 
it's better safe than sorry. I'd much rather take the vaccine than worry about spreading the virus to people I love um, who aren't able to either, because, you know, young people aren't able to take the vaccine. And also, like, older people, like, they need to be surrounded by people who are vaccinated so they can feel comfortable going outside and having that sense of normalcy, you know? Right. Mm-hmm. <sighs> it's a mess. It's a mess. This campus and world news had me stressed, just like we are. But it's okay. It definitely is. And I feel like, you know, I definitely get it with the black community. You know, a lot of the stuff they've, you know, done to us and experimented on to us. But I know um, one thing my mom told me is, you know, she was, um, you know, she had a black doctor, you know, tell her all the, you know, ins and out of the vaccine and he was okay with it. So, you know, that's really motivated her. So, you know, those black physicians and doctors out there, make sure, you know, you're motivating everybody in our community, you know, to trust, you know, trust in something that we should. Right. I trust, I trust them. I do. Have you heard about Cross Colors' new collection? Indeed, homie. I heard Cross Colors has a new HBCU collection dropping this month. Look at you, friend. On it. Cross Colors is showing love to the HBCU community this fall with a homecoming collection, hoodies, joggers, tees, hats, all of the looks. And we love to see it. Make sure y'all check out CrossColors.com for all the fire looks you need to stay fresh on campus this fall. Or you can find them at your nearby Nordstrom, Foot Locker, Foot Action, Champs, Zoomies, or Tillies. Now on to pop culture. The VMAs have happened. And I don't even know what to say. Because the girls, they served. They performed. They gave us entertainment. This is what I'm talking about. No, they always do. But you can't forget about Lil Nas X. We can't forget about Lil Nas X and also him debuting his album as well. Lil Nas is opening doors that people have been scared to touch. They have been scared to unlock. And I'm so happy that I am able to, like, we are in this era where things are changing, you know? Society's norms are being broken um, and challenged. And I'm just appreciating Lil Nas for all of that because he's testing the waters, but he's not scared of it. Um, And it's just, like, his performance as well, like, we don't really get to see men perform like men would be so they just do their little you know hand movements and a little nod of the head no he was dancing shaking that little booty you know and it was so nice like i was just happy to be able to see that on stage finally like i don't know the last time i got to see that yeah for sure if there's if there's one thing Lil Nas is gonna do he's gonna show up he's gonna be him i will tell you that for sure and you know what else people showed up to the met gala and those outfits, let's get into it. Because some people, I think the, the theme this year was um, America or something like that. Um, I don't really know what was so American about it. Well, actually, no. Some people were really mediocre. And that's what this country be given sometimes. Mediocre. So I could have a theme correlated with that. But people like Chloe and Hallie, they served. They did what needed to be done. Yeah, I don't know if you saw um, Ace Rocky's fit. But it was like a quilt. I don't know. It even got, you know, you know, Rihanna definitely stole the show from him. But, you know, I thought his fit was very, very interesting. It was very, he looked like a, you know, when Captain Crunch decided to add like those berry fruits in it. That's what he looked like. Like that, that little quilt he had on started to look like the Captain Crunch cereal, like the special edition. I was like, sir, now I know you don't think this is fire. It was giving soggy cereal. 
I will tell you that. Not soggy Please. No, it was it just wasn't it for me. It wasn't it. And it's funny because I saw on Twitter so many people had that same looking quote at their grandmama's house. So that's how I knew. I'm like, this inspiration was maybe that like that family aspect of it. Was that the American aspect? The family? I mean, I don't hate his grandmama made it. Okay. He's just wearing it. Okay. I'm not gonna hate. I'm not gonna hate. Um, but also, did y'all see the um the reboot of Fresh Prince? Like they finally dropped the cast. And I'm excited. I think that we have some new talent that I actually have not heard about. I know my girl Coco Jones is in it though. And me and Coco, we go way back. <laughs> Let it shine days. Y'all don't know nothing about that. But me and Coco, she know me, I know her. We rock. We on we on the first name basis. Um, and I'm excited because she's finally getting that shine. But overall, like, I feel like this new reboot is giving people who aren't normally in the, um, starlight, like they don't really get their attention. This is going to be the opportunity. Yeah, for sure. And I definitely, you know, um, love that, you know, giving people the opportunity to, you know, you know, grow their image, you know, by having not, you know, such a big platform and kind of giving them, um, you know, space to come up and you definitely love you kind of this reemergence of these, you know, like all black or like nearly black shows, you know, so they give yeah. early 2000s, late nineties, you know, you love to see it. But let's, let me ask you something though. Like, are you getting tired of the reboot or are you like here for the reboots? I mean, you know, there's that 50, 50, like some of them are like, all right, you tried it. You kind of killed it. Not in a good way, but I mean, some of them, some of them are definitely nice. So I'm definitely excited, you know, to see how it turns out. I feel like I'm a fan of reboots when it's done well, but when the reboot is not necessary, like we can create more shows. Like I don't feel like every single show that we saw that was success, a success in the past needs to be rebooted. Like I feel like Grownish was low key a spin on a different world, even though it was not an HBCU, like it was none of that, but I feel like that was what they were kind of going for. Yeah. Um, and I feel like it's time to just start something new. Like we don't need to continue this rebooting phase, but again, I am excited to see what this new Fresh Prince reboot is going to look like. Um, also, let's just get into kind of going back to like music. Did you see all these records? Drake is breaking. It's, it is crazy. He broke his own record. Like, you know you're the GOAT when you break your own record. There you go. I mean, CLB is topping charts with like nine out of 10, you know, top songs. All his songs on the album were top 40. Like, I mean, like I was just walking down the street like the other day and like literally every car that passed by me that was playing music, it was a different song off of that album. Like, it's just... no. Every single person's Instagram story has been way too sexy. I don't know when I'm going to get tired of it, but right now I'm low-key here. Like that song is really good. And I honestly feel like Drake, like he has the sauce. He knows what the secret ingredient is. Like if he, if he was in SpongeBob, he would have the Krabby Krabby Patty formula of music. Like that's him. He knows what he's doing. Um, So he's the plankton trying to steal that formula though. Ooh. That's the real question. Who is the plankton? Who is the... Mm. You know, I have some thoughts in my head, but I'm going to keep those to myself before people start trying to come at me. Um, so I'm just going to say, we'll see. We'll, we'll see what the plankton is. You'll we'll start see. seeing it while people start developing their sound more um, and getting getting their foot more into the door. We'll start seeing. Who's trying to walk in Drake's shoes? 
But what I did see was it was also the anniversary last week of Nothing Was the Same, which is actually, he said it himself, Drake's best album. Mm. So what would you say is Drake's best album? Oof. Oof. See, it's just like it's it's I get the same thing. Like there's there's too many. You know, I definitely like take care. There you go, old Drake. That's what Stuck honestly, I think there's something special about old Drake. Thank me later. There's something about old Drake. I love. I honestly love take care. I really do. Um and even his newer stuff, I mean, it's just it's just too many. I think Drake mm-hmm. has something about Drake is he has continuously gotten like better and better. And it's not even like his, like his sound has changed. Yes. Like there is an old Drake, but there's a new Drake sound that we also love. Like, it's not that we're putting the two against each other. Cause you know, right. sometimes you listen to artists and you're like, Oh, um, I like them better this way, but it's like their music hasn't progressed in a way that makes you love their new sound. I feel like Drake, he's growing. And each time he grows, we are even more infatuated with him as an artist. There you go. There you go. Right. But I feel like Drake is going to pass down to future generations. And you know someone else is trying to pass down to future generations, but it doesn't seem like the future generation is trying to listen. Usain Bolt in the Shakari Richardson drama. You know, he's a, he's a veteran. He's in the game. He knows what he's talking about. Um, but it doesn't seem like Shakari wants to listen. Um, it says that... Do, I'm sorry. There was actually a quote I was going to say Shakari told said no or are you saying said what was the quote oh my gosh i can look it up right quick so the quote is actually say less work harder we just found it and it's crazy because we know shakari like to talk and she, but the thing is she is gen z gen z just got big mouths like we gonna talk <laughs> that's just how it is but do you think that she'll ever come back like you think she's gonna come back stronger or you think like she really gotta take that advice and start learning how to say less and just come back harder well, I think it's, it's definitely a little bit of both. You know, like you talk so much now, you like you're in the limelight now. Like you you got it. You got to back up, you know, what you're saying. So I definitely I definitely get what he's saying, you know, like with all his success, you know, him not talking too much. I mean, he really let, you know, his feet speak for him. So she just got to, you know, right. moment kind of do the same, to be honest. All right. So the last thing in pop culture, Ari bought Moneybag Yo 28.8 acres for his birthday. Who going to do that for me? Ooh. That's my question. Who is going to give me some generational wealth? Like, I think, honestly, that's a beautiful gift. I know that um, there was a lady on The Real who was mentioning how, like, they're not married, they're dating. So, like, do you really want to have that attached to you all forever? And I, I get that. I definitely do. And I feel like it's subjective to each person, their relationship, and, you know, how they feel. But to me... I think building this generational wealth, especially in the black community, is just important. Like sometimes it's not really about all the glamour and fame. Like it's about, you know, building us up as a community and reclaiming what is already ours. I right. like that. Uh-huh. Like like investing is a gift. Like people don't think about that a lot. Like you think about every gift people get, like if that was a car or something, I mean that that depreciates right away. That's not generational <laughs> wealth. Like and you definitely see you definitely see a lot of that. But what we definitely love to see is the girls buying, you know, the guys a gift. We we love that because you know you often see, you know, guys pushing on the girls, but you know, a little a little bit of the reverse, you know, that's that's not too bad either. I feel like Kyrie shading somebody. 
Like, are you expecting a gift from somebody? You also love to see the girls give a guy. Like, I feel like you're talking to somebody. I'm not saying to anybody. I'm just saying I would not mind. That's all I'm saying. Okay. He said he won't mind. He said he won't mind to whoever is listening to this podcast. I would not mind. (laughs) Kyrie, did you hear about the latest HBCU games? Yeah. Ben knew about that. Two words, HBCU game day. Pause. Don't you mean three words? Um, okay. Per my Google search, it says that game day is a whole two words. If you're so good at Google searches, why don't you ever know anything about sports? <clears throat> what was that, friend? Whether you say it in two words or three, HBCU game day is your one-stop shop for all things college sports. Now leading into athletics. Record-setting number of HBCU games have been on TV this fall. Adiola, have you been tuning in? So I know we had that. Whew, it's kind of getting emotional talking about this. The Howard versus um, Hampton. Or Maryland. Both no, which, no, it was. Yeah, Howard versus Hampton. Um, my brother from Morehouse called me just to say your team got smacked. You know I just what? want y'all to know that. Sport sports in the college are two different things. <laughs> They're two different things. I go to Howard University. I don't go to Howard football team. You know, you know. so let's just keep those things separate. Um, Howard is still the real HU, <clears throat> but I do I do value um the fact that HBCUs are getting more screen time. Like it, we're just as important as any other game out there. So I'm I'm happy that, you know, we're able to not see this on TV. We've been, we deserve this. Yeah. And definitely don't forget, Kamala was there. That's yeah. It. You remember that? Mm-hmm. Remember what that? school had a vice president? Okay. What, what school is that again? Sorry, I just had to make sure. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, anyways, but yeah, you love the spotlight, you know, um, you know, getting our talent out there. You know, let's, let's, let's keep it going. Let's keep it going. But leading into that, Deion Sanders on HBCU Money Games, you know, he's kind of saying all money isn't good money. I know that Howard definitely had a big game against, um, you know, Maryland. That was one of those money games. You know, they can get kind of embarrassing and miraculous. But, you know, I definitely feel like one or two a year definitely helps the school. Yeah, that's true. You know, I really don't know much about this, but I do know that sometimes, and I'm not saying this to defend Howard at all, because that was how much 62 72 versus zero um but what i will say is that maybe we we were paid to lose but where's that money going to that is also a very good question but i know we got some money okay we we got we got some nice change for it so i will take it handily yes um you know i don't really know much about sports but i i do want to ask you Kyrie, what you know about them lakers versus nets in the finals Ooh, you know, you know, it's definitely gonna be interesting to see. They they're making fun of all these teams for being super old, but yeah, you know that that basketball IQ they might have, you know, that veteran, that veteran savvy that they might all have might, you know, might just get them there. I will say that. And these are some stacked teams too, not just not just some old nursing home, you know, guys pulling up to the YMCA court. No, these these guys are ready to play. I'll tell you that. I'm, I'm excited to see this, but you know, I'm not really the biggest sports fanatic, so I might just see this on Twitter. I mean, we kind of knew that, but 
Anyways, yeah, I'm definitely excited, you know, you know, for that game. You know, it might be some old guys, you know, pulling up to the YMCA gym, but they're they're definitely coming ready to play. You know, it's definitely the veteran experience is definitely gonna get them somewhere. I'll tell you that. Yeah, I'm excited to see what the timeline is gonna look like. I'll catch y'all after. I'll see the aftermath. Not surprised. So now time for this week's HBCU confessions. Kyrie, I'm gonna let you look for this one. Oh goodness, here we go. All right, look it through, look it through. Okay, okay, Mm-mm. okay. I, I think, I think, I think I got one. Always a mess. Um, my boyfriend says I only want a BBL because I want male attention. He's right and also wrong at the same time. Every girl likes male attention, but I want a crush to notice me instead. I can finally leave my Tory Lane short ass boyfriend once I get the surgery. MSU. Damn! Adiola, any words for this? This, um. Honestly, I, for this, yeah. Um, we, we didn't even know what to call this. Um, this I'm honestly speechless. My thing is, right, BBLs are probably one of the most dangerous procedures you can ever get. So if I'm getting it, it's going to be because I want it. It's not for nobody else. Um, and I feel like we have to get ourselves out of this thing that, like, we need to get ourselves done for men. Like, we need to do this for the man, for the man, for the man. I don't care about that, Okay. Is he the one getting under that knife? No. Um, and so he can just appreciate what you have now. Like, if he doesn't like what's in the inside, then who cares what he sees on the outside? You know what I'm saying? Like, it's you got to value the person for who they are and not what they look like. Um, part two, she's talking about she wants her crush to notice when she said her boyfriend. Let's, let's go back to that. So what's really going on here? See, like... On? Like, it's the part, like, do y'all even like each other? It really sounds that's, like y'all don't. That's, y'all just that's, like that's to date people y'all don't actually like. Not to like, Not to Right. Not you brought him in the situation. That's how I know this ain't good. I knew it was some mess when I saw that name. But nonetheless, I'm just here to say, woman, be who you are. Like, it's a success. Be who you are. Because you are beautiful, no matter what they say. And words can't bring you down. <sighs> Sorry, oh, I have to, I have to quote Christina Aguilera real quick. I just have to quote it. Um, but yeah, BBL is dangerous. I say go to the gym, work out. But again, I can't say what you need to do to your body. But I'm encouraging you, my sister, that you don't need it. You know, and that's funny. Save it for tuition because you go to MSU. And I know they be taxing. I mean, did she lie? Did she lie? But anyways, as usual, tune in every week to hear, you know, whatever crazy favorite HBCU students have to confess. <laughs> so now before we close out, we want to leave you all with a major key to success. Another one. This week we have dress for success. Let me tell you something. And I be seeing Kyrie low-key stepping out on campus. I think dressing your best honestly channels this inner confidence and you end up just doing really well. Like for every single test I now I have, I've been doing it since the pandemic and we've been via zoom. No, cause I'm not sitting on my laptop in a nice outfit and wasting an outfit. But since I've been on campus and like, even before the pandemic, like I always like to get dressed up for tests. I always like to get dressed up for interviews. I always like to get dressed up in situations where I know I need to bring my best foot forward because when you look good, you honestly truly feel good 
Oh, yeah, for sure. And I definitely know, like, you know, I like to step out and everything, you know, on the week, you know, just trying to get like you. I'd be seeing you out there, too. Me? Like, okay. Okay, Eddie, okay. <laughs> try a little bit, try a little bit. But yeah, but yeah, I definitely agree. You know, it's definitely fun, you know, to get dressed and everything, you know, during the week. But, you know, for those times, um, you know, getting real spiff, you know, putting that little suit on, that little blazer, you know, that tie, you know, for that interview or that test, like you're saying, or just dressing up just for fun, you know. Um, I do feel like it's really important, you know, not only for success, but also, you know, just um, confidence and just having fun, you know. Exactly. And value, you know, it shows that you value yourself and others need to value you. I'm not saying that you can't dress bummy because trust and believe I'd be dressed in bummy. But on those days where you really just need that confidence booster, I promise you dressing for success will give you that boost that you need. But we hope that you are able to apply this to your life. And make it a daily routine to be the best version of you. Well, the time has come, folks. Yes, indeed it has. Make sure that you tune in next week for the culture. H H H B C. You 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 know. And we are out. Yeah.